0: Hey, this is your host, Jeremiah Latimo, and this is Gates of Perception. The totality of the universe is its just perception. And uh, it's how we perceive things. And uh, there are no facts, only interpretations. Uh, the the psychical events are facts, are realities. And when you observe the stream of images within, you observe an aspect of the world of the world within. And so, you see, the man who is going by the external world, by the influences of the external world, say, society, or perceptions, sense perceptions, thinks that he he is more valid. Don't relate yourself to any person, anything, any idea. Tell me. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your day. So today's episode is going to be about celibacy. And I want to share five reasons why every man needs to go celibate. So I myself have gone through my own celibacy journey before I met my partner. And that celibacy journey lasted for... Nearly two years, about a year and six or seven months. And I didn't know that was something I wanted to do going into it. I think I reached a point where it had been two months and I wasn't really interested in engaging with women at a certain level. Like I was creating community, I was deepening my friendships, I was rediscovering myself at a very deep level and at that time i i was like the last place my mind was going i was like forming romantic or intimate connections with women and during that period i noticed i was like wait i should do this intentionally like i should do this as a i should be more mindful of this journey and i should bring more awareness around it bring more intention into it make it more ritualistic that's really what shaped all of the transformations that i went through internally and externally in my relationships and in my life and it was just a really really great period for me i was i was probably like one of the best points of my life and so much about me changed so much about my relationship with myself changed and I really was able to develop a new relationship with my body. I was able to develop a new relationship with my own sexual desires, even my own relationship with what I need in a partner. My standards, my non-negotiables, all of these things were transformed during that period where i was kind of able to just get a deeper look at myself and just get a deeper sense of like what did i want from life what did i want from relationships and what did i want to give and provide and share in those spaces as well and i'm pretty sure anyone that has gone south of can also relate to that level of realization or those level, that level of recognition of your own true desires and how much your desires, what you think you want from a relationship is really enmeshed with society's expectations of you constantly tending to other people, pleasing other people, making other people happy. And there's a very small percent of that that is really authentic and genuine for you. And I think celibacy allows us to kind of zoom out and see what is really there for us. Like what is really here. And how much of this do we want to continue to carry on? How much of this do we want to continue to be responsible for or to embrace? And so celibacy allowed me that gift. With this podcast episode, I want to share I want to share five reasons why every man needs to go celibate because I think women from what I've noticed online is that women are in this space to where they're embracing this part of their journey. And I think there is a lot of women that are also coming forward and talking about the transformations of their celibacy journey. And I think men go celibate, but they don't come back from those periods and share what transformed, share what happened and share why it was so vital to their growth, why it was so vital to their development. But I think that's just how men approach this. And so I want to bring more voice to it. I want to create more spaces for men to share about their celibacy journey, to talk about it openly, and to talk about their consideration around this, if that's something that they want to do. But also just to share what I've learned from it, why I think it's important for every man to at some point in their life, just go celibate. And so let's just jump into the five reasons. So the first reason as to why every man needs to go celibate at some point in his life is that going celibate allows you to unprogram and release this idea that men need sex, that you as a man need sex. And if you don't get sex, you will suffer, you will die, you will collapse. And so this idea that a lot of men believe unconsciously or consciously, has been perpetuated by medical institutions and science, there was a point where there were saint bishops that were literally advised by their doctors that they should abandon celibacy, that they should not abstain from sex for the sake of their health, that being celibate actually put their health at risk so at that time semen was thought to kind of build up inside of the body and if it's not expelled regularly then it would lead to problems like headaches depression and even death and so regular sex was considered essential for men so this is difficult because it puts women in position to essentially cater to men sexually like, oh, I don't want you to die. I don't want you to have a headache. I don't want you to have blue balls, right? Which is now kind of women's, it's a woman's problem rather than a man's issue. Like, this is my thing to deal with. This is my thing to regulate through. This is my thing to figure out how to navigate or soothe through or comfort myself through. But women are kind of thrown into these spaces where, okay, he needs sex. Okay, I, I guess I have to give him sex it perpetuates this entitlement. So where science and medicine were at at that point, this is what they believed. But now we know that the body has a self-releasing mechanism. So there's no swelling or building up that actually leads to illness or death. Because if you're not releasing your semen through masturbation or through sex, your body is naturally going to release it through another way. And that is also known as a wet dream. So this whole idea, this whole concept of men need to have sex to to maintain their prostate health, to maintain, to prevent death or to prevent collapse or whatever it is, it's already been debunked. Now we're at the point where a lot of this conditioning is still ingrained into the male psyche, where If I'm not getting sex, then I'm like, I'm gonna suffer physically, I'm gonna suffer emotionally, right? And I have to get it from my partner, I have to get it from women. And this same idea is what perpetuates male sexual entitlement in relationships. Because often men, including myself, at some point, come into relationships to where we believe that our sexual needs, our sexual desires are our partner's responsibility. Rather than something that we have to fully embrace and take and accept responsibility for. Like my own desires are my responsibility. My partner can support me in meeting that need, but that's not her burden to bear. So in order for us to even get to a place where we relate to our partners, relate to the women in our lives at that level, we have to take a period of time to where this programming can start to be released from our psyche, be released from our bodies. Because the other issue with male sexual entitlement is it perpetuates rape culture. So when a man has been deprived, quote-unquote, of sexual intimacy, he will now find a way to get it, by any means necessary. And so you have experiences where women are in relationships with men that they're with, like they're, this is their partner. This is somebody that they love and care about. This is where most of the sexual violence is happening. It's not happening in random dudes on the street or in in an alleyway. It's happening directly in the relationships, in the marriages with people that women trust and have chosen as their partners, have chosen as their husbands. And so men are in spaces to where they're at periods in their relationships to where they may be experiencing a drought. Maybe their partner is pregnant and going through a period where they can't be sexually as active. And so instead instead of learning how to soothe through those experiences, learning how to meet your sexual needs in a new way, In an alternate way. That doesn't include you cheating. This is the other thing. When you're not getting that from your partner, and your emotions are building up, your cravings are building up, your horniness, your blue balls, all of this shit is building up. Instead of looking to yourself, how can I meet this? How can I sue through this? You consistently are wired and programmed to see women as the ones that are responsible. For meeting that need. So that leads you then to go outside of your relationship to get that need met. That idea itself that men need sex perpetuates so many fucking issues in our society, in our culture, and in our personal relationships. So going celibate will help you notice that you don't fucking need sex You need to learn to have a deep and intimate relationship with yourself and your own body. And so the second reason why I believe that every man needs to go celibate is that when you go celibate, you actually learn to receive, ask, and give non-sexual physical touch. Why is that important? It's because there is a general understanding that 90% of men will tell you that their love language is physical touch. And the reason that's important is because the things that we label as our primary love languages, the expressions of a love that we need and desire from our partners are a result of what we've been deprived of, a result of the expressions of love that we did not get enough of. And men in general, have not received physical touch. They've deprived themselves of physical touch for several reasons, such as homophobia, such as this idea that we've been socialized to believe that physical touch can only happen in sexual and intimate moments. So what happens is you have this group of men, this collective of men, that have been deprived of a natural human need and desire that actually supports their mental and emotional well-being because it increases dopamine levels, it increases serotonin, it helps just regulate through stress and anxiety. And so now their partners are essentially bearing the burden of a lifetime of unmet childhood needs. And so when you go celibate, you learn how to receive that in new and alternate ways. And that could be a hug from a close friend of yours. That could be shifting your relationship with your father. That could be learning to engage with your brothers, the people that are in your life that you hold dear to you, and engaging with them in new ways, learning how to form deep and meaningful connections. Oftentimes, as men, we only believe that the only way we can form deep and meaningful connections, especially with women, is through sex, is through the avenue of sex. And there's so many other ways, especially emotionally. So when we go celibate, we actually get to unlearn these things, but also learn how to form and create deep and meaningful connections with other people. So my third reason as why it's so important for every man to go celibate is because celibacy gives you the gift of learning to source your value, your self-esteem, and your confidence from within. Because a lot of men, including myself, have been socialized in condition to source or outsource our value, our self-esteem, our confidence, how we feel about ourselves, even the acceptance of our bodies from how deeply sexually satisfied our partner is, or how many women we can make happy or please or sleep with. That is completely external source of power, of acceptance, of love for ourselves. celibacy grants you the ability to actually start to reprogram yourself, to form a new relationship with your body, to form a new relationship with your insecurities, where you're not using sex as a way to conquer your insecurities, as a way to conquer your inadequacies. But now you're forming a new relationship with those parts of yourselves by diving deep into these shadows, by diving deep into how you've learned to use this arena, use this person as a way to avoid yourself, as a way to avoid the places where you don't feel so confident, the places where you don't love yourself, the places where you don't love and haven't learned to accept your own physical body. You're confronted with that in these moments where you're completely intentionally Removing sexual intimacy from your life, where you're abstaining from sex and learning how to face yourself on a new level. Because when you're doing that, when you're using sex, when you're using other people as a source from which you conquer your inadequacies, you're completely dependent on that object, that person, that relationship for these insecurities, for these fears to remain at arm's length. And so when that thing is gone, you're going to rush to another person. You're going to rush to another relationship. Or imagine while in the relationship, you're not able to receive that. Where are you going to get it from? And that's going to shape your substance addiction. That's going to shape your porn addiction. That also can lead you to even cheating in the relationship. Because you're so desperate to alleviate yourself of the discomfort that comes when you're no longer able to outsource your confidence, your self-esteem, and your value through sex. Being celibate allows you to remove the middleman. You go directly to the heart of your experience. You go directly to the discomfort you're experiencing. And you address it directly. And you learn to meet these parts of yourself that are very young and that are processing a lot that they have never been able to really share. They've never really been able to process. And so it's a a whole new relationship with yourself that you're able to form. And once you step back into the dating world, your relationships are going to benefit from this. Once you enter back into the dating world, one of the things you'll be able to do is also no longer see women as objects that are created to meet your sexual and emotional needs. You can actually recognize the humanity in them and connect to them at that level. If you're seeing them as an object, that's purpose exists to meet the sexual needs of yours, then you're not going to recognize their humanity, but you're also not even going to be able to connect to the essence of who they are and also bring more of who you are into the relationship. Those parts of you that are vulnerable, those parts of you that are afraid, those parts of you that have sensitivities, the parts of you that are insecure, you can't bring any of those parts of yourself to the relationship. And so what you're going to deprive yourself of in that process is a deep and meaningful connection. So my fourth reason as to why every man needs to go celibate is celibacy grants you the ability to cultivate sexual discipline. When you are sexually disciplined, you cannot be controlled by sex. A lot of men are easily controlled by sex or easily controlled by arousal, by affection, by pleasure, and that is a sign of weakness. If you can be controlled by pleasure, by arousal, by sex, you're weak. You have no foundation, you have no base that allows you to remain immovable in the face of temptation. What are you going to do when you're married? What are you going to do when you're committed to somebody and you don't have a level of discipline, even a personal boundaries with yourself to where you don't allow your eyes to wander. You don't allow yourself to focus your attention or to invest your attention into the possibility of being with another woman. Not having sexual discipline sets you up for sabotaging your relationships you can be in great intimate relationships and with the deep bond that you've created with the woman. And because you lack sexual discipline, you're an easy target for temptation. Becoming sexually disciplined is actually like a real flex. Like that's a deep flex. That's a real flex. And that creates a level of confidence and security and safety for your partner as well. If a woman knows you're sexually disciplined, there's a level of trust that you're nurturing there's a level of trust that she's able to have in you that she won't be able to have in another man. She'll constantly have to be stalking his page, stalking his Instagrams, who he's in contact with, because she knows at a deep level that this man is not sexually disciplined. Like any woman that comes to him and gives him some level of flirtatious energy, any woman that comes to him and kind of expresses her interest or expresses her attraction in any way, he's going to start leaking sexually. He's going to start investing some time or investing some energy, even if it's subtly into the possibility of being with this woman, into the possibility of engaging with this woman. That is a man that is also not in integrity. That doesn't have integrity. Women respect integrity, right? They respect that, hey, when my man says this, he's going to follow through with it. Like, I respect his integrity. I respect his commitment to his life. I respect his leadership. Being unsexually disciplined is a reflection is a reflection of a lack of those qualities like you're not able to lead yourself you're not able to have personal boundaries with yourself becoming sexually disciplined can happen through many means it doesn't happen it doesn't have to happen through celibacy but celibacy is a great a great path to learn how to become sexually disciplined to also learn to meet those parts of yourself that do come up like you'll notice that every time you are looking for some form of sexual intimacy with somebody, there is a part of yourself that may be feeling lonely. There's a part of yourself that may be feeling rejected, abandoned, anxious, stressed, upset about something, and not knowing how to process whatever you're upset about. And so sex becomes the avenue from which you regulate, soothe, and process those feelings. But when you learn to engage with yourself at this level, you just go directly to the uncomfortable emotion that is emerging from your body. And so from there, sex is not a way in which you avoid your uncomfortable feelings. It becomes an avenue for you to connect with a person, not to avoid yourself, not to avoid your uncomfortable feelings, but to connect with another human being. And the gift about that is that you also create a new relationship with your desires, your needs, and your standards. Because often men don't know what they want from a relationship because they're more concerned with, will this person be able to meet my sexual needs? Is this somebody that I'm physically attracted to, that I'll be satisfied with sexually for the next 40 years? And But we don't really get intimate with what do we need from our partners? What do we want from a relationship? What are our standards? Very, very few men are in touch with their standards and their non-negotiables in a relationship. And that's why we only see women capable of two things, domestic labor and meeting our sexual needs. Women are completely like a full spectrum, like not even a spectrum. They're infinite in what they provide, what they bring and what they're capable of. But we reduce them to these two things, domestic labor and sex. And so that is a reflection of us. That is a reflection, not of women, but it's a reflection of us. It's a reflection of the relationship we have with ourselves and the relationship we have formed with the feminine and as a result of that. When you become celibate, you start to meet those needs for yourself. And so what happens is there's an enhancement in the quality of your standards. There's an enhancement in the quality of what you need from a woman. Like what do you want her to be? What do you want her to embody? What are the qualities that you're looking for? Not the interests, not the traits, not the things that she does, but who is she at at, or at a core level? What are her values? This is something that you start to look for. This is something that you start to become interested in observing and witnessing in women, in potential partners. And so this was the transformation that I went through. I was like, whoa, Like I'm completely seeing these relationships from a new lens. And at that time, I just wanted somebody that was... Good. I just wanted somebody that could do A, B, and C, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm fine. And then going celibate, I'm like, whoa! I'm like, I want spiritual connection. I want spiritual alignment. I want you know, a woman with these kind of qualities. I want a woman with a relationship with the earth. I want, I want connection. I want a woman that's honest. I want a woman that holds herself accountable. That has a relationship with her wound that is connected to herself, and all of these things started coming out out of just getting in touch with my own body again, getting in touch with my needs, getting in touch with the things that actually made me aroused. Like I formed a new relationship with my arousal. Not this standard surface level of arousal, but the parts of me that were stimulated that were actually non-physical. Like honesty became attractive. Healing became attractive. Women working on themselves became attractive. Women that were ambitious became attractive. Standing for something real. Women that weren't just lying down and taking a beating from patriarchy that was like, fuck that shit, I'm not with it. Like that became attractive. Women with a very deep connection to their dark feminine energy became attractive. But these were all things that I was learning as a result of forming a new relationship with myself and a deeper relationship with my body. So this is the gift that celibacy grants you. So my last, last reason as to why every man needs to go celibate is celibacy grants you the ability to repair and restore your relationship with your inner feminine. Why is this important? It's because every man, most men are unconscious of this, but we have six feminine elements within us. So one of those elements that are within us is our own physical human mother, the woman that gave birth to us, the woman that raised us. She is an element that exists within us. So the second one is referred to as our mother complex, which I see as our mother wound, but it's an element of us. And that just means that this is the part of us that is Enable to reconcile our relationship with our mother the part of us that formed a relationship with ourselves as a result of the relationship with, we had with our mothers it is also the part of us that wants to be taken care of the part of us that wants to be coddled the child within us that is still in the relationship with our mothers as a child as a baby and so the third is our own inner mother. So every man has an inner mother, a mother archetype within himself that is completely unique to him and his own feminine intelligence. This mother archetype is not your physical mother. It is your own expression of the mother archetype. So that's the third one. And the fourth one is known as your fair maiden, which I just see as your inner feminine. It's your own manifestation of feminine intelligence that shows up in the maiden archetype. So it is essentially your own wife, your inner wife, your inner queen. That is, of course, in psychology is referred to as the anima, which is the woman that sleeps inside of a man, the unconscious or the subconscious aspect of a man's ego. That's the fourth element. And then so you have the fifth one, which is going to be your wife or your partner, your physical companion in real life on your journey so that's your your girlfriend your wife whoever it is but that is the fifth element so she carries and holds an aspect of your entire psyche she's playing a part in your relationship to yourself and so the sixth one is actually referred to as Sophia, but i see it as the divine feminine within you so Sophia is the goddess of wisdom, also seen as the feminine half of God. But I see Sophia within as an element in men, as the divine element within men. So all of these other aspects are elements within us, but this one is the divine feminine, what people refer to as the divine feminine. It is an archetype. It is an expression of our own divinity channeled through the feminine principle, The things that I just shared, most men don't even know that this is what they have inside of them. This is what they are capable of forming a relationship with. I just named six different elements that live inside of every man. Most men have a very destructive, avoidant, anxious, or abusive relationship with each of these elements. Celibacy allows us the ability to form new relationships with these parts of ourselves, are our inner feminine. And what I mean as the inner feminine is a totality of all of these elements. That gives us the ability to actually form deep and meaningful relationships with other people. That gives us the ability to form deep connections with women in our lives, to even nurture our relationships, to bring more compassion, more empathy into our lives, into our relationships is all manifested from our relationship to our inner feminine. So through celibacy, you actually get to cultivate like a deeper relationship, but you also get to bring these aspects of yourself into a state of maturity. You actually get to develop their maturation by practices, by being present with your body, by being present with your emotions. Everything I outlined within the other four reasons are actually supporting you in forming a new relationship with your inner feminine. Because when you're developing this relationship with your emotions, your sensitivities, your grief, your vulnerabilities, each at each level, you're meeting another element of your own inner feminine. So your mother archetype, your inner mother, is going to be there to soothe you through big and difficult emotions you're no longer learning to source that externally by running to your physical mother or running to your physical partner. You're learning how to mother yourself. What would it mean to coddle yourself? What would it mean to lay at the lap of your mother internally? That's the level at which you learn to engage with yourself, but you're cultivating a healthy inner mother archetype. And so when you're looking For arousal, you're looking to experience deep pleasure in some way. You're forming a relationship with your inner maiden, your inner seductress, your inner feminine, and you're learning to engage and to interact with her through the physical body. So that means learning how to self-pleasure in a way that actually creates a deep connection with yourself. It's not something that you rush and get out. It's about how can I bring. Sensuality to this experience? How can I bring ambiance to this experience? Can I light some candles? Can I make sure I'm deeply breathing as I'm pleasuring myself? These are the things that you start to come in contact with. These are some of the things that you start to do because now you're forming a relationship with your inner feminine, the part of you that is actually aroused and activated through those experiences. And so that actually shapes how you engage once you stop abstaining from sex, once you end your celibacy journey, you bring that level of intimacy, you bring that level of connection with self to every interaction. All of this is cultivated throughout that period. If you're intentional about it, if you're witnessing and noticing all of these things that I've shared, these are things that you can actually bring to your celibacy journey. So I will end this podcast here. I hope that you found some value from any of the five reasons that I've shared. Even if you are a feminine dominant being, I think there was plenty of things that I shared that really pertain to all human beings and not just particularly men. If you're on the celibacy journey, you're thinking about going celibate, share anything that you feel like left out or anything you feel I could have included, anything that you want to share as maybe input or insight or what you got from this down below. And also feel free to message me, DM me, and let me know what you guys got from this or anything that you want me to talk about in future episodes. And so with that, I'm going to wish you guys a beautiful day or beautiful evening, wherever you are, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace.